Hello, my name is Emily Jansen, and this is the Leadership is Female podcast. I'm a female leader in sports. I'm the general manager of a AAA baseball team in minor league baseball, and I'm the first woman to hold this title in nearly 20 years. And I'm here with the Leadership is Female podcast to make sure that this amount of time never goes by again before another woman leads. Marion Wright Edelman said, you can't be what you can't see. So I am here to interview successful women in sport to uncover opportunity, learn the tips, learn from our mistakes, learn from our successes to get you to the top faster. Join me and my guests week after week, season after season, as we reach back to extend a hand to pull you forward. I will lead her forward because leadership is female. Hello, and welcome to episode 21 of the Leadership is Female podcast. Kind of fitting that episode 21 is the last episode of 2020 as we head into the year 2021. I'm sure many of you are really thankful to be turning the page to this new year and getting a chance to start fresh. Uh, While 2020 presented many challenges, uh, certainly have to acknowledge that there were silver linings as well. I know we all learned a lot and 2021 is the year in which we need to apply all that we have learned. So who's ready to crush this next year? Let's make some progress. So I want to talk to you guys about goal setting. This is something that I am really passionate about and I do every year. In fact, I started Uh, sharing this goal sheet with my staff a couple of years ago. And I think it's exciting to reflect on the previous year, what you've learned, and then also set your goals for the next year. I don't think you can really astutely set goals without considering what you've accomplished in the past. We've all heard this saying, a goal without a plan is just a wish. And I think no truer words have ever been spoken. So today I want you to join me and let's create a plan of action for 2021 to reach our goals professionally and personally. Remember, there is no traffic on the extra mile. In fact, I have that quote framed in my office. Um, So let's do this exercise together and start working to achieve our dreams. You can head over to my website if you want to download the paper copy and fill it out. Um, I love a good handwriting exercise. Um, So head on over to emilyjansen.com, pop in your email address, and my website will send you the PDF to fill out with your 2021 goals and your reflection on 2020. Speaking of 2020, boy, was it a doozy. I think we could go on and on about all the things that went wrong. And trust me, I've done that. And I hope you have too, because mourning what we have lost or didn't achieve and giving it some space and acknowledgement is absolutely necessary to move on. It is just as important to look toward the future. So reflection on the past, onward looking to the future. When you look back, if you need it, I give you the permission to cry, kick, scream, 
into your pillow, um, punch something hopefully soft so uh, you don't hurt your hands or write those negative thoughts on a piece of paper, tear it up into a million pieces or throw it into the fire pit. Um, Whatever it is you need to do, get out those feelings from 2020. And after you do that, um, start to turn your attention to 2021. So here's what what I do for the current year. So I do a a personal review and I will list the first thing, my biggest professional achievement of 2020. The next thing I do is my biggest personal achievement of 2020. What was the most important lesson that I learned in 2020? So those three questions, professional, personal, and what did I learn, help me to reflect on that prior year. And the neat thing is when I do this exercise again at the end of 2021, I have 2020 to look back on. So it's like two years of history uh, within a couple of sheets of paper and allow you to really recognize how far you have come. The next part is your 2021 goals. So what felt difficult one year ago that feels easier today? Think about that for for a minute. Um, What felt difficult one year ago that feels easier today? Next, you want to ask yourself, what are three things you hope to improve on in 2021? The next question is, what do you want to spend more time on professionally in 2021. The backup question to this is, what do you enjoy in your job that you hope to do more of? That really helps me frame my mind to think about what I want to spend more time on professionally. It's asking myself, what is it that I enjoy? There is this idea of the fact that you can bring about three really special, unique things to your place of work, your place of business. Um, You've got those three things that only you can do that can be of benefit. Think about what those are. Think about spending more time on those and think about how much you'd be able to grow if you gave yourself the time to really focus on your top three ways to contribute. So the top three things that you want to achieve professionally is the next one. It could be awards. It could be a promotion. It could be an increase in pay. There are many ways to take this, um, but go ahead and and jot it down. And um, that's what you're going to work on achieving next year. Those, Those are your goals. Next, what do you want to spend more time on personally in 2021? What do you enjoy outside of work and what do you want to do more of? I think it's equally as important to consider personally the way you want to develop and what you want to spend time on. You can't focus all of your efforts and all of your goals just on work. In order to thrive at work, you have to thrive in your personal life as well. And the follow-up question to that is the top three things that you want to achieve personally. Uh, In the past, this has looked like for me, uh, run a certain number of races at a certain pace, 
to get back out there and, and challenge myself on the road. Um, it's been take golf lessons and learn to golf. This year it was learn chess was one of the things that I had written down on my personal achievements. So think about it, challenge yourself. Uh, another popular one is the number of books you want to read. So top three things you want to achieve personally. And then in the last year, this was before 2020, I added a section for myself that was extra credit. So defining two goals in each of the four categories that I've got listed below. The categories are challenge, achieve, learn, and health. So two things you want to challenge yourself on, two things you want to achieve, two things you want to learn, and finally, two things about your health. Fill it out, chase it, go after it, and let's have an incredible 2021. It's that time of year, one of my favorite times of year, annual goal setting. We get to make the choice on what we want to pursue for the next 12 months. Do you need some help? Do you need a guide to take you through this annual practice? If so, head on over to my website, emilyjansen.com, and download your free guide to creating annual goals. One of the reasons I love this practice so much is it allows me to reflect on the current year and plan how I'll grow in the next I've had this practice for several years, so it's fun to look back and see just how far I've come. Join me in being a goal getter and download my free guide at emilyjansen.com. Don't forget to share your goals with me and other Leadership is Female listeners by following me on Instagram at emilyjansen and hashtag leadership is female. All right. Step two to goal setting. We said a dream without a plan is just a wish. So You've done the work to put down on paper what exactly your goals are that you want to achieve personally and professionally in 2021. So how do you do it? You can't stay the same and make change. So I want to share with you my five areas of intention that have helped me to be better at achieving the goals that I set for myself. So five areas of intention, I'm going to go over those with you right now. Um, The first one, number one, is wake up your morning routine. Now, for some of you, it might be really easy to pop out of bed uh, the minute the sun comes up. For me, definitely, definitely not. I have always been a night owl, not a morning person. In fact, For most of my career, I've set my alarm for the last possible minute in which I need to wake in order to get up, get dressed, grab some food, and and get out of the house to get to the office. And really in the last eight years, that has made, had to make, I should say had to make a big shift. Um, The first big shift happened six and a half years ago when my first son was born you uh, cannot pop out of bed at the very last minute and head out the door when you have other people to take care of. So at that time, I really had to start to figure out, gosh, how do I get up earlier? And then what do I need to do in order to be prepared? Because another bad habit I had was I would get to work. And as I was locking my car and walking into the office, I would be reviewing the calendar on my phone to see what I had planned for the day. 
really, really not a great idea when you are trying to lead and show up with intention every day, master your meetings. How can you do that if you don't even know what's on your schedule until the morning? So here's what I did. Wake up earlier, five minutes at a time, one week at a time. I started inching up my clock um, until I reached the hour in which I had the most time that I needed to to get ready while also maximizing my sleep. And so I added a couple of things in between that wake up and getting out the door. Um, And the one thing that was probably the most beneficial was the High Performance Planner. And I can link that in the show notes. It's this really great planner written by Brennan Bruchard, um, who studied high performers all over the world. And Basically, you chart out your day um, in half-hour segments, what you want to accomplish, building in time for exercise, even for your top few personal to-dos that day, your must-dos for your work. This is not a place where you write a 25-item to-do list. It's just simply not going to get done. It's a place where you can chart what you can accomplish that day, ask yourself some really important questions to make make you focus um, and also set a, a mantra or a quote um, that morning to help you lead you through the day. And if you listen to this podcast regularly, you know how much I love quotes. So that, that piece of the planner was a huge uh, benefit for me. So again, the high performance planner, check it out. If you don't use that one, use a planner. I use a digital planner to schedule meetings, but then I also use a paper planner so that way I can mentally review the things I want to get done every day. And then the third piece to to the wake up intention, number one, the first was wake up earlier, the second, the high performance planner. And the third is the podcast tool. Clearly I'm speaking to you right now through a podcast, uh, but I was a podcast consumer for many, many years before I started my own. And One of the reasons I was so motivated to start my own podcast is because of the amount of information that I was able to learn for free just driving to and from work every day. I'm lucky to have a commute that's about 15 minutes, but that's a half hour a day in my car where I can be learning something. So whatever your interest is, uh, search, search in the podcast um, on Apple or wherever you get your podcasts and, and find people who are producing great content to help you become the person that you want to be and make that switch in the car. For me, that's made all the difference in the world. Number two, the number two intention is build your community. So if you want to achieve your goals, you can have all of the energy in the world to work on those goals individually. But the matter of the fact is you're going to get there quicker if you get a little help from your friends. So it's important to build your community. Um, It's going to lead you to your next opportunity for employment. It's going to lead you to your next part of life. And so how do I do that? How do I build my community? Pandemic aside, um, these these can also be applied, you know, in the pandemic. But there's there's two ways to do it. Networking, um, everybody's term that they love to hate, networking. Um, 
when you can show up for in-person events, show up with intention. For me, what that looks like is a three business card rule. If I decide that I'm going to spend part of my evening or my lunch hour or my morning at a networking event, dang it, I am going to make use of that time. And so I set a goal for myself, collect three business cards. If I can collect three business cards, that usually means I've got three meaningful conversations. As soon as I've done that collection, I give myself permission to leave. If I'm having a great time, I'll stay and do more. If I'm not, or I'm shot for time, um, I get out of there. The second piece of networking is networking through service. I hope you've been lucky enough to be e-introduced to somebody along the way. And I just, I think that's just so, it's so thoughtful. So when you get the opportunity to introduce somebody that you've met to somebody who you think they might be able to work with or may benefit just from knowing, please take the step to do it. I promise it will pay pay it forward. So again, this is an episode about goal setting. So let's talk about setting a goal around that. Maybe you tell yourself you're going to do one e-introduction per month. Seems pretty easy. If you can accomplish that, maybe you can up it to two. This should be a more personally written email rather than the LinkedIn introduction. Put a little time into it. Um, tell each of the people how you know the other person and how you think they might be able to work together. And you'll feel good. They'll feel grateful. And karma will pay it back to you. So build your community is number two. Traditional networking and then also networking through goal setting. The next area of intention, number three, is pursue. So pursue your goals with excellence, reach them, and then set new ones. So as we're setting annual goals, there's a chance that you might have a softball in there. You might have one that end of Q1, you got it. Maybe you got that promotion. Maybe you got that raise that you were trying to achieve. Then what? You've reached your goal. What do you do next? So the biggest thing for me is to think and then. So if it if it's um, I got the promotion I was looking for and then how do I finish that sentence? What's next on my list of achievements? So from one mountaintop, you can look to find your next summit. The view is pretty clear from the top. So when you achieve those goals, make sure you're looking around and not letting yourself totally off the hook. Absolutely celebrate what you have achieved, but um, don't be afraid to, to reset something, something else. Number four, boundaries. Candidly, this is an area of my life I am working on constantly, and I have a, a couple of tips to help you and remind myself exactly how to set boundaries. You don't have to be available for everyone at every turn. That's really number one. You don't have to be available for everyone at every turn. I've got to just say that again. It's okay to say no. My friend Jenna 
um, who I know through minor league baseball. She is a total baller and um, achiever. She's got candor running through her veins. And what she says, if it's not a hell yes, it's a no. That has been her qualifier in making decisions when she's asked to do an endless amount of things, whether it's volunteer service at school or volunteer service through your job or attending a bunch of meetings at work that you may or may not uh, be able to find the time for or contribute to. It doesn't pay to show up halfway. Be your best for the things you choose to do. And in order to do that, you have to be able to say no. Then once you're there, four words, be where you are. Be where you are. Eyes up, phones down. That little quip right there, eyes up, phones down, has been so helpful to me um, because all of us get in this habit where we literally walk around staring at our phone. We're not even looking at who's in the room. And really take that to heart. Think about that the next time you break into that common habit of staring at your phone, look around the room, who is there, who can you connect with? And the follow-up to that is be where you are. You made a commitment to plant your feet wherever it is that you are standing. Show up. Show up for yourself and show up for those people that are around you. And the way to do that better to come full circle in number four is to set boundaries and choose the things that you can be the most present for and the things that are in your wheelhouse. You don't have to show up for everything. And number five, confidence. Boy, oh boy, this term comes up is one episode after the other. As I'm talking to female leaders, we end up landing on the term confidence. How do we get more of it? How do we exemplify it? How do we be confident without being cocky? It's it's a tricky it's a tricky tightrope to walk. Um, but I think what it starts with is it's internal. Don't wait for external gratification, and celebrate your own success. Life is full of challenges that are not your choice. Make it your choice to celebrate all the wins. A lot of people love to hate the saying, you've got it all, or she's got it all. And I choose to embrace that saying because you've got it all, or I've got it all, isn't based on some predetermined set of criteria that applies to all women universally. It is up to each and every one of us to decide what we want and then go after it. And when you get it, give yourself the grace, the time, the excitement, the energy to acknowledge all that you have achieved and lean into you've got it all. That's what's going to give you the confidence that you require to go after your dreams is acknowledging how hard you've worked, the efforts you've put in, 
and give yourself a high five, give yourself a pat on the back, be excited about the person that you have become and the person you are becoming. Have that confidence. So to review, we're setting these goals for 2021. We've put down on paper top three things we want to achieve personally, top three things we want to achieve professionally. Then what? What are the habits we need to do every single day in order to make sure that we can achieve the goals that we've set for them ourselves? And those tools reside in the five areas of intention. Number one, wake up, building your morning routine. Number two, build, building your community, building your community through networking and networking through service. Number three, pursue, pursuing your goals with excellence and then setting new ones once you've achieved what you've set out to do. Number four, setting boundaries. You don't have to be available for everyone at every turn. If we don't set boundaries for ourselves, it's really challenging to achieve what you need to personally. And finally, number five, confidence. You've got it all. You really do. You really have got it all. I bet if I spoke to any one of you, you could talk to me about your life, the things that you've done, the things that you're proud of. And I want you to just take a moment and reflect on that. Reflect on what you've done, what you've achieved, how far you have come in your life. And just be happy for yourself. Be confident in what you've achieved and celebrate your success. I wish I could be there alongside of you to celebrate that with you. I am Emily Jansen. I am your biggest fan. Leadership is female has been a dream come true to start in 2020. And I can't thank you all enough for coming along with me on this awesome ride. So much more to come in 2021. Stay tuned, share with your friends, and let's lead her forward together. Happy New Year. My best to all of you. And let's stay in touch. Let me know what you think about the episode. Like, rate, share this podcast, and um, we can we can help women grow into who we're meant to be together. So thank you. Let's go and have a great year. All my best. Hey you, did you join my email list? I want to stay in touch with you so that you'll have the heads up on new podcast episodes and get the tips you are looking for to empower you to level up. It's easy to sign up. Head on over to emilyjansen.com. I'm so excited you are here and I can't wait to help lead you forward in the career of your dreams. Again, that's emilyjanson.com. Thank you for listening to the Leadership is Female podcast. It means the world to me that you chose to spend your time with this podcast today. If you like this episode, subscribe, share, and review. What can you do today to lead her forward? We will do our part to lead her forward because leadership is female. Thank you for joining us.
This podcast was recorded and edited by Emily Jansen, public relations by Paige Hegedus, and distributed by Anchor FM.